Welcome to the Free For All Podcast, where we talk about anything and everything, with no exceptions. Sales is a funny thing. If You know, some people say they're business owners, or if I ever had to work again for somebody else, I'd want to be a sales, and I want to be in the top 5% of sales. Because if you're in the top 5%, people, they, the boss will leave you alone. If you're 10 minutes late, they're not going to mess with you. If you're taking an extra vacation day, according to what they say, the boss won't mess with you because you're bringing in so much money, they don't want to lose you. Oh, yeah. They'll let, they'll let you do whatever you want. Yeah, they'll let you get away with a hell of a lot more than the average and person. In fact, if you skip a day and you're the top dude, they're going to ask you, is everything okay? Anything we can do? They're going to like panic. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, they're going to panic. Not only are they not going to be mad at you, they're going to try and give you more shit. There was this, this kind of reminds me, it's not sales at all. But in the mob, they have these people called earners. And there's this one guy who's talking about how he was in the mob and stuff. And he was getting the head guy a million dollars a month. And someone wanted to kill him. And the only thing that kept him alive was giving that money, which is kind of like the same thing as the salesman. Like, oh, no shit. You could be a jerk, but you're great at sales. The only thing that's keeping you in that job is them you making them money. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a lot less dramatic in, in a job. They're not going to kill you, but... Yeah. Well, and it's even better if you're just a good person and you're top sales and you're not fucking around, but... Oh, yeah. But you can be a dick to your coworkers to a degree, probably a lot more so than the average person could get away with. And you'll get away with it because you're bringing in too much money. They won't get rid of you. And you have to. Act, you probably have to act ten times worse than someone else to get fired. Oh, 100 percent. And it makes sense. Your numbers don't lie. Yeah, and they want the money, man. Everybody. That's what it's all about, you know. It's make as much money and then die. Well, I think about sales. Like when you're in it, it's nice because you never. Like I don't like knowing how much I'm going to make per day. Just you just know what you can't afford, and yeah, some people like the comfort security. I get it. It's just it gets mundane after a while. It's like fuck, you're never going to yeah. go in one day and fucking make a grand or something or two grand or whatever. Yeah, have you ever made that much in a day? Most I made in a month is like ten grand. That's pretty good. That's real. That's one hundred twenty thousand a year if you can keep that up. See what happens is you start treating people nice and you're professional and you start to get referrals. So you start getting people coming and asking for you, looking for you. I remember one day I sold three cars in a day because I got there early. They call them ups. Somebody just walks in. Yeah. And typically, if people are there right when they open, go fucking talk to them because they're ready to buy something. Yeah. You're not going to show up first thing if you're not trying to buy something. Yeah, you're not just like, oh, you know what? I was out on the town and decided to come here yeah. right when you open. So the first thing I do when I get there, I walk the lot, see what we have in inventory. That way, if, see if some... Let's see what they have, you know, see what this mm, is working exactly. with. Exactly. So I ended up, saw somebody first thing in the morning there. I'm like, fuck, they're mine. I'm going to go talk to them. <laughs> <laughs> so I ended up selling them a car. And then after that got out, I had someone, a referral come in and ask for me. I sold them a car. And at the very end of the day, there's only like fucking 20 minutes left. There's one more person. No one wanted to take them. Everyone wanted to go home. Mm-hmm. I'm like, ah, fuck it. I, I'll go for it one more time. Yeah. I ended up signing that person a car at the very... I had to stay like an extra hour and a half, but... I think yeah. they call that a hat trick or something, and I don't know what the term is. Maybe that's fucking... But that was my best day, by far. Now, did they uh, say anything that... Did the boss say, like, good job to you or anything like oh, that? Oh, yeah. Damn, you must be fucked. Go play the lottery later. Is that what they said? Yeah. Well, the hardest thing about that is really just time management, because it takes... If you're about a car, it takes so fucking long in finance and shit. Why does it take so long? It that actually, for me, ruins the whole experience of buying a car. It's like, yeah, man, this is awesome. I got found the truck I like. Can't wait to take it home in four hours. They're trying to make money off you in the back end. Is that what they're doing? Mm-hmm. So they're trying to figure out how can we make more money off this person? Mm-hmm. And that, 
I, I get to yeah, like some of it's so nice man. to have, but they're trying to make because you'll actually as a salesman you'll get some kickback off the finance. Oh, okay. So like you'll want a good finance manager. Like I had one dude that was a finance manager that we just fucking like. We liked each other because he was so fucking good at it, and I would bring him. I would sell a car, and he would just like do good in there. Yeah. So we had like a little, you know, back and forth situation going on. But my thing was, was like the reason I would get so many sales, I wouldn't fuck people over. It was just like, if I don't know the answer, I'm gonna tell you I don't know. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Or say I could find it. You know. Yeah, I would go on volume. Like you know, if I get because there's bonuses in how many you sell. Oh, so nice. instead of fucking over four people, let me give a good deal to fucking ten. Exactly. Now I get a thousand dollar bonus for selling ten cars. You know what I mean? Mm. Did they? Did their boss ever tell you to screw them? You know, get milk them for all you can. That's why I stopped doing it because they would always like the first pencil, aka the first paper they bring out with the quote. It's always way too high. They want to see what they can get out of you, and it sucks. That's why I stopped because it's just just shitty thing. Yeah, that is shitty. So if like the car's worth forty grand, they'll say like fifty five. Well, they'll try and either give them a higher interest rate or. Yeah, they'll put ad on. So let's say, oh, we have this anti-theft code on the vehicle, which they do, but it's not worth a thousand dollars. Yeah. You know, but if I, you know, sometimes. So they'll be like, for an extra grand, you can put this anti-theft code on. I don't know if I should say this or not, but there's times where I would strap tell a customer, like, "Hey, man, this I wouldn't buy this if I were you. I wouldn't pay for these extras either if I were you. I can get it removed for you. Yeah, you don't have to pay for it. They'll remove it if you complain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but sometimes I. That would help me get get the sales till you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Because I prevent them from getting fucked. Yeah, do they really care at the end of the day if you're selling? Because the main thing is to sell the car. Like, yeah, the add-ons help them help payroll. They help your overall profit. No, as long as you're selling. I mean, plus there are sometimes or like you have to give them the first pencil. Yeah. And sometimes they call it people lay downs. They would just say, okay, that's not good. And you're like, well. And you can't talk them out of it because you'll get, lose your no, job. They exactly. get pissed. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta do the second one. Or what? What? When are they usually? What's the average? Like the third time coming back? Usually, it depends on the person. Like, you got to see what kind of customer you're working with. Yeah, and they know, sales tower knows that too. Like, like if I'm going to buy a car, they're gonna know I know what I'm doing. Yeah. And they're going to know I'm going to get fucking infuriated if they come out with something super high when my credit score is in the 800s. You know what I mean? They're, I'm going to be fucking... They're going to sense that. Yeah. I think that's why we got a good deal in playing games because that salesman knew... I mean, all the stuff you were talking his language. You were saying stuff, words I've never even heard before. <laughs> and it's like... And that's what I hate. When I bought my Tundra, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. Now, somehow, interest rates are real low. I only had 1% interest on that truck. If I had you, I probably would have got like 0.5%. Yeah, I mean, you got to know what your bracket is and your interest, what your credit score is. And so with that, I don't even think they try to play any of those games because they gave me a lot less. I got way less interest than a coworker of mine. He's paying 9% interest. I'm paying 5.5. And he's like, well, you got the car last year. I'm like, but even last year, the interest rates were higher than that. Because they knew you could have told me to go somewhere else. And that's oh, yeah. when they knocked it down. And I'm pretty sure we went at the end of the month, right? I went on the last day of the month. That's always the best way to do it. Yeah. They just, the salesman wants one more to get that bonus. We don't give a fuck if it's a $100 mini. I think you actually said something about that. You're like, yeah, this is the best time to come because it's the end of the month. It is. Because you were speaking his, they did not like you. I could tell after you started talking that they didn't like you. Oh, that finance guy fucking hated me. 
oh yeah you should say this you say that and he's like well we can do this we can. and he knocked that interest rate down because i was at six he knocked it down half a percent That's well they always bad. leave wiggle room so they can negotiate with you but he but the fact that you could talk to them they just they didn't really negotiate they just went down because the sale is better than no sale we've had times where like for example this one guy came in to buy a chrysler 300 middle-aged dude in his 50s this well-dressed dude he knew everything about the car. He knew how much the Kelly Blue Book value was. He knew everything. Yeah. I'm like, okay. I went in the sales tower. I'm like, yeah, this guy knows everything. Just give me the best price you can get for him. Because if you do anything else, he's going to walk out. <laughs> and did he, did he do that? Yeah, they gave him the best price he could. He bought it. Because yeah. I know he was going to fucking be pissed. And I would be pissed, too. Well, yeah, because he knows everything. He knows that you're trying to fool him. I mean, when they go in there and say that, I should have done more research when I bought the Tundra. I did get that for under. They were selling it for twenty thousand. I think I got it for like eighteen five. I probably could have got it less if I had you. I probably could have mm. got it less. Another shitty thing they do is they'll make the uh, online prices cheaper than the prices on the lot because if people walk in, don't check online. You're already paying two grand more for the car. Yeah, and then they have that MSRP, which I didn't even know what that was until because you got done saying well, what's remember we went golfing and I was mm. like yeah I saw this one Tundra and. You're like, what's MSRP? And I said, what the hell is that? I said, what the hell? Manufacturer suggests a retail price. <laughs> yeah, what's it worth? Well, now the problem is because of mar- economy and shit. I mean, you're getting cars that are going for twenty grand over MSRP. Yeah, but I mean, I got. I feel like I got pretty lucky with my truck and really didn't get too screwed over. I mean, I, they think it's because you were there. If you weren't, because they knocked off a couple grand of yeah. the sticker price that they wanted to sell it. And then, I, of course, I had my Tundra, and I think they gave me what it was actually worth only because you were there. Like, I don't think they messed with me as much because they knew that whatever they said, you can combat it easily. And it's funny because, like, yeah, I only worked in car sales for a year, but I was working, like, fucking 60 hours a week. Yeah. That's a long... So you know it real well. Yeah. I mean, you can all, anyone can improve, like you just said. There's a... There's a... There's a number metric that you can always improve but you know quite a bit you know a hell of a lot more than the average person a lot of it's psychology too like for example if i was going to buy a car and i had some young kid as my salesman i'm like hey man i'll buy this today if you can knock off this fucking shit tell your boss you know this yeah. and that you can mm-hmm. put them together like that what was the most outrageous knockoff someone wanted price wise the biggest problem you get is you get people with garbage ass credit no money down, and they want to pay $300 a month for a fucking $60,000 car. So what you do is I literally take a piece of paper, and I do the math in front of them, and I show them. Okay, so you want to put how much down? Zero. Okay, write that down. Car's 60 grand. You want to pay 300 a month? Okay. So 300 a month for 60 months. I don't know what that is. Let's say it's, let's say it's 20 grand less than it should be. Yeah. So you're going to tell them, okay, so you want a $60,000 car for $40,000. Is that correct? And then you just look at them. Yeah. Don't say anything. Well, like, oh, they, well, you know, I guess it doesn't. They'll always crack. You never had anyone say yes? You never had anyone be like, yeah, that's what I want? No. Because you can tell as you're writing the math down, you can just kind of see them sweat a little bit. And they're yeah. like, oh. why are they getting such an expensive car? Why not get something that's like 15000 Because 10, a lot of 000. people try and like, people like to show off with cars they can't afford. I never felt, me, California is a little, that's where you were. It's a little bit different because... There's a lot of money out there, so people want you know compete with the Joneses, so to speak. There's multiple reasons. That's one. Another one's the housing market's so fucking expensive. You could pay two thousand a month for an apartment. Yeah. So if you can, you know. And the third thing is the weather's awesome all the time, so you don't need a fucking winter car. Yeah. You can daily Lamborghini if you wanted to. 
Exactly. So Well, people like to flex with cars and they want to buy something they can't afford. I think it's because I don't care about cars. Like I like the show Top Gear, but that's because I just thought it was funny, not because of the cars. That I don't care. And I've never in my life had anyone be like, Yeah, man, your car sucks. Actually it's never happened. No, like, I don't think people really care. <laughs> no, you don't want to buy shit you don't need for people that don't even give a fuck, you know? Yeah, shit, I mean, buy shit you can't afford for people that don't even care. Like, yeah, I take that back. I remember only one time when I had the Buchla Saber, two girls said, nice grandpa car. This one time, out of all the cars I ever had, one comment, which means, on average, people don't care about your Lambo, they don't care about your Ferrari, they don't care about your Corvette. Like, they're nice. If you want to buy it, you have the money. I'm not dissing anyone that wants to buy one, but buy it for yourself. Don't buy it to show off to other people. Yeah, you either got the bug or you don't. I buy it because I like how I feel when I drive it. Exactly. That's why you should buy a car like that. You shouldn't buy it to be like, oh, man, maybe I can impress these people over here. When you fucking downshift and this fucking exhaust is popping, you're like, damn, this thing has how much horsepower? Exactly. It's just exciting every time you get in the fucking thing. And and that's a lot of people buy those cars because of that. Because they they have a lot of money, so they buy it because they like it. I think think there's like, yeah, just... Pretty much two different types of people. The people that are trying to flex and the people that just genuinely like it. I think a lot of Corvette owners, because that's like a cheaper uh, sports car, buy it so they can impress people. And I think they're impressive cars in the sense that they're quick. For the price point, you know, you're, you're getting a decent car, but it's, why are you buying to impress other people that will see it, be impressed for half a second, and move on with their life and not even remember you? It's like the people that are broke wearing fucking designer clothes. Exactly. I don't really know that many people that are like really rich wearing like designer shit. They're pretty much they're pretty much like wearing like normal ass clothes and like a hundred thousand dollar watch. If you don't know watches, you don't know it's that much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't even know that. Like I've seen Andrew Tate with like really nice watches, and he's like, "Yeah, this watch is forty thousand dollars." I never, I don't know anything about watches either. I, I like them, but I would never have thought that. Like, oh, it's a nice watch. It's probably like five six hundred bucks. That's how I thought. Now maybe if I saw it in person, I saw it on video. Maybe I think different, but. I see these watches. I don't think they're even a grand. Yeah, you pretty much you're paying for the name. If it's a one to one, is there twenty thousand dollars worth of diamonds on it? You know what I mean? Yeah, but this one didn't have any diamonds. Or you can get the fucking plain Jane AP. Just uh, you know, that's. I love watches too. I'd probably get a bunch if I had the cash. But but again, if you're buying it for yourself and you have the money and you're not being a burden on anyone because you're up up buying this fancy stuff, that's fine. But when you some people buy this just to show off. I'm currently at a house party right now trying to clean out my insides, and I'm eating Tide Pods and snorting Clorox. This shit, Boston, no cap. Exactly, man, this Clorox slaps. Fucking slaps my ass. That's just because I have diarrhea from the Clorox. And I'm shitting blood. I've never been happier. Oh, God, that's going to itch when it dries. That slaps. Don't try this at home. Still slaps, though. That's stupid. Yeah, that's definitely stupid. Especially with watches, man. You can spend a million bucks on a watch. Yeah, so why buy buy for you? Most people aren't even going to know what it is. Yeah, that's what I try to do. I try to buy stuff for myself. I don't try... And I buy stuff for my wife, but like when it comes to like clothes and like my own... Per, like my wife's not going to be wearing my clothes. But, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't want to sound conceited. It's like, I only buy for me. I do buy for her, too. But when I buy like stuff that I'm going to be wearing and stuff, I don't buy that to impress other people. I buy it because I like it. Well, I like the quality aspect. I mean, 
Mm-hmm, for sure. My yeah. argument is like, yeah, I'm. I'll be honest. I'm materialistic, but I don't put materials over friends, family, God, or none of that. Yeah. So what's wrong with it? There's wouldn't a- you want something nice as opposed to like if you had the money, wouldn't you rather have a high quality fucking nice watch versus something that's gonna break in fucking a week? Yeah, exactly. You don't want a garbage watch. You don't gar anything. It yeah. lasts longer too. So in the long run, it's potentially cheaper. Depending on what you buy, you buy a million dollar watch. There's a no, there's no sure. yeah, there's no long run of it's gonna be cheaper because it's a million bucks. But I've had ninety dollar pair of jeans that lasted fucking like eight years versus a fucking twenty dollar pair that ripped in a year. Exactly. So you'd be spending a lot more with this one. Yeah. In that situation, what if those jeans were Five hundred thousand dollars. Then it's retarded. yeah. Then it's never. It could last the rest of your life, and it still won't be more economical, right? But <laughs> so. I noticed just thinking about this on one of my wa- outdoor walks, and it's like I noticed that people who are too lazy to put in the work to get money act like it's a noble thing that they don't care about money. Yeah, but the reality is they know they're never going to have it, so it's like a cover up. Yeah, I mean you got to try. I think anyone that has the right mindset and works hard enough. I mean, may hell, you might not be a billionaire, but I think you can financially improve yourself at least double or triple your income. And there's definitely a threshold of happiness. I mean, if you have 100 million versus 150 million, I don't wouldn't be any happier. Yeah, exactly. And I don't truly don't believe money buys happiness. No. What I think it does is gets rid of a lot of stress. That's the thing, a big thing, man. Fucking always got to worry about doing this and that. It's like. Like, if you lose your job, how am I going to pay my rent? But if you have a bunch of money and you're doing something for fun and you, they, well, we're downsizing, we got to let you go. Yeah. Whatever. My my thing I hate is about feeling guilty about buying something that isn't a necessity. Yeah. Like, I want to have enough money where that's like, fuck you it. You don't feel that anymore. Yeah. Yes, it's like, once you get enough money where it's no longer, you can live without being stressed. Like, it takes care of the stress aspect of anything that you have to pay for. Then at that point, you got to find other ways to become happy. Well, you can have more fun, you know? You can, you can have, have more, That will help. You can, you, have got more. Your, you can have as much land as you want. You can buy funny-ass shit. You can have a nice little lounge in your house. Exactly. Your kids' shit's paid for. Your wife doesn't have to work. I mean, people act like, I'm going to get money so I can buy a Lamborghini. Exactly. Like, dude, that's a small part of it. Yeah, it is. That's it, the smallest part. There's this guy who's a billionaire. I was watching. I saw him on TikTok. And he said, when he first became rich, when he started really making a lot of money, he bought a Lambo. And he said he felt so unfulfilled, he got rid of it, bought a 2010 Honda Civic for him. This was 2010 when he bought the Lambo. And at the time, he bought brand new two brand new Honda Civics. And his wife was going to the country club that he was part of to go to the gym. And the guy's like, hey, 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 um, employees got to park in the back. And she's like, well, I'm just going to the gym. I'm... I'm a member here, and they're like, oh, you're driving a car that most employees here drive. Dude, that's hilarious. I actually saw that yesterday. You saw that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. So, you know, he wasn't a car person. Like, obviously. He probably felt the same way about cars like I do. Yeah, whenever it has their thing, that dude probably, that dude might have fucking, he maybe has a watch collection. Yeah. Like, Mr. Beast, who's predicted to be the first billionaire from YouTube, and he's worth like I forgot. I saw a video. I think it's like seven or eight hundred million. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't care about fancy cars or anything. And he has owned. He's owned McLaren because he like gives them away. But he's technically owned a million dollar car all the way down to like a ten thousand dollar car. He just gives them away in his little competitions. He's given away islands before. That's nuts. Yeah, he's giving away islands. He uh, there was a competition I saw, and there was seven cars. And he spent. 10 million. They were a million dollars a piece with extra taxes and everything, and add up to 10 million on seven cars, and he gave them away. I mean, they were all Ferraris. 
So he gave away seven Ferraris. Oh, he yeah. technically, at one point in his life, owned seven Ferraris simultaneously. So, and then he says he like owns a Tesla. He owns a base model Tesla. For him, that's like us owning like a base model Yaris, the cheapest car you can find. And he lives in a a house that's secluded. He doesn't want to tell anyone because he was having problems for. And he just like lives this real humble life behind the scenes. Yeah, like I said, everyone has their thing. He also spends millions of dollars just to make those videos too. He does. Yeah, so they're real expensive. I totally get it. Like if I inherited ten million right now, I'm not gonna immediately buy a Lambo. That's like I'm gonna get something at some point, but it's like it's really just financial freedom to be able to do what I want. Yeah, stress. That's what I want. Like I can wake up when I want to, go to bed when I want to. Me and the wife can go on vacations when we want to. It's just easier to stay in shape, too. I mean, you can have the healthiest mm, yeah. food fucking delivered. You can, have, you know what I mean? You can have a fucking uh, chef if you want. Exactly. That's where I'd be iffy. I don't know if I want someone just yeah, come to my house all the time. But, yeah, you could. I mean, it would definitely be easier to stay healthier and stay more physically fit. There's just really sure. no negatives. No, there isn't. Only positives when it comes to money for the most part. Yeah, there's probably some negatives, but I can't think of any offhand. Well, but, you still have problems, but they're just different problems. Yeah, you have different problems. But you have a lot less stress. Financial stress you don't have anymore. And you have a lot less problems in that regard. And I think that will help you go in the right direction. But it just doesn't buy happiness. Because if you have no one to share that with, you're the richest guy on the planet. If you have no one to share it with, you're going to be miserable. Agree 100% with that. So you don't have any financial stress, but you're miserable. In fact, there's a guy that said that they were interviewing people and he said, the one thing I regret is not getting a wife before I became rich. Because he, he straight up said, this is just some random guy. He's not famous or anything. They were interviewing in New York and he said, I can't trust anyone I date. How do I know they're not with me for my money? Once they find out, he's like, yeah, I have a daily drive. I remember watching this. He's like, I have a daily driver and no one could tell with my car or my clothes I'm rich. But once they see my house, they can. And then they fall in love with me. It's happened before. Yeah, that's. I thought about that sometimes. Like, damn, like, fuck, you better not. Yeah. If something happens when you make a ton of money, good luck being able to trust people. Yeah, it's like, oh, they seem kind of like subpar on the date, and they don't can't really tell if they like you, and then they see your house, and you're it's a $2 million home. And they're like, oh, we really got to start dating. I want to date you. I'm, I really like you. It's like, it's going to be a red flag. Like You want a girl that's willing to eat fucking Top Ramen with you. And yeah, Top Ramen in your million dollar home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking pick her up, put a McLaren, yeah, go to your million dollar home, fucking have a chef making Top Ramen for you. Yeah, some uh, fried chicken. Top Ramen fried chicken. Have the chef ring on a bill and make her pay for her. Yeah, exactly. This is a house. Yeah. You paying the tab, bitch. Well, I want to make sure that you love me. I want to make sure this is, this is love. Tab 75 Is it real? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can I get a tip? <laughs> oh, well, yeah, I mean, he was saying that. He like, kind of went like, on this whole tangent. I don't think it was meant to happen, but he said he wished he would have found something before he made money. Yeah, that is a drawback for sure. Yeah, because you never I feel like money. I wouldn't want to be famous. I used to think I wanted to be famous, and I don't think I do. Yeah. Well, you might become famous doing this. I'll be the dude who goes... Yeah, exactly. Well, there's certain levels of it. There's, like, The Rock famous, and then there's, like... Podcasters that make like six figures famous that are not really that famous. I guess it depends. If it's people are gonna, be, you don't want people trying to break into your house and shit and fucking nah. whatever. I mean, if you have like a million followers on YouTube, you're probably not. I mean, if it had famous been, it enough, is, yeah. Is, but you got to say something stupid again for that for the outro. Well, it's Christmas time and it's February, so yep, that was pretty stupid. All right, see you guys.
Literally, from day one, we've been winking this. I don't even know where I'm at right now. Me neither. Free for all. Podcast. Out. <laughs>